0: This gospel message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life changing Word of God.
1: It's time to hear the Word of God. And um, year in, year out, the Lord has granted us the privilege of listening to. Um, A woman, a mother, someone like that to minister to us. But because of the pandemic, we were not sure what to do. But somehow God has helped us and we were able to get a minister who will be ministering to us. She's a great woman of God. um, Mightily used within the church and outside the church. She's heavily anointed and full of strength and power. I've known her for, hallelujah, I've known her for a few years now, I've known her for a few years, and it's so strange that, you know, because of the length of, the the depth of what I've seen the Lord do through her, I've I've started, I don't know how to say, I started growing to love her, actually. Come on, all the way from West Grampian, welcome to minister to us this afternoon, Pastor, Mrs. Nikki,
0: AKA
1: my wife.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) How exciting. Please, for those of us in the house here, please can take your seats. And for those of us in our different homes, please take your seats. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, That's how we laugh at home, you see. So we couldn't hide it. We had to bring it to church. (laughs) Hallelujah. The noise of laughter will not cease in our homes in Jesus' name. Please laugh. Enjoy yourselves. That's what we do. More to come. Hallelujah. Amen. It's with great honor. You know, exactly this time last year, Mother's Day, We're all geared up to come in to church for Mother's Day. But the pandemic had started. So only a handful of us were in church. We couldn't even celebrate the way we planned to celebrate all the food. A lot of plans went into it. But we thank God. The most important thing is that we're back another year. Praise the Lord. So wherever you are, just celebrate yourself. All the women in the house, celebrate yourself. And also what we're going to do is we're going to celebrate our mothers. I know Pastor has already touched on it. I'm forever conscious when it's Mother's Day, how emotional a time it can be for many different reasons. But one that really kind of sticks with me just now is in the past year, a number of us, our mothers have moved on, passed on to glory. And so you'll probably be saying last year, this time last year, my mom was here. It's another Mother's Day, she's not here, but their memories are blessed. You know, actually, I was thinking about it again this morning, I was saying to myself, tomorrow would have been Mama's birthday, that's my husband's mom, the 15th of March would have been her birthday, and she would have been 104, but we thank God, Uh, Mama passed on um, a good number of years ago at the age of 92. But here we are, we are here to celebrate our mothers, to celebrate all women. Um, I've always been reminded it's an inclusive thing. It's not about you being a physical mother, but being a woman. And for us, even the men, for all that are born of a woman, it's our reason to celebrate our mothers. Let us pray. Let's just go into his presence. You know, we've heard... You know, the children singing we've had, the women singing, and everybody rejoicing. Let's just commit this time into the hands of the Lord. That Even as we settle down just to hear the few words that are coming our way this afternoon, that the Lord will bless his word upon our hearts in the name of the Lord Jesus. I always go with the Bible verse that the preparation of the heart is a man. I can go and I can prepare, and I've been preparing over time. But the answer of the tongue and that which is impressed upon our hearts will come from the Lord. So let's ask that the Lord will prepare our hearts today. That truly the word of the Lord will come unto us. It will soothe us. It will encourage us. It will strengthen us. Probably challenge us. But that we will receive the word with gladness in the name of Jesus. Please pray along with me that the Lord himself will touch my tongue that I will have the tongue of the learned, that when I speak beyond the words that I speak, the Lord himself will bless those words in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we just want to say thank you as we commit this time into your hands, as we welcome you again and ask, Lord, please, through the voice of a woman, please speak to us all. Bless us, O God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. And amen. Thank you so much, children. It's always a pleasure to to listen to you and, and see women and mothers through the eyes of children. It's just so beautiful. From what one thinks is one's mom's shoe size to what you think is mom's favorite dish to her film that she loves. And I remember last year how much we laughed so it's an extra actually I don't think it's a music it's an extra we, we enjoyed it we laughed what is that word I want to thank God for for the choir I have to thank you especially for we couldn't get all you women remember the choir how you planned last year and you were going to come up here and do your presentation to the church but you couldn't but a handful got together this year and a lot of effort went into that just to give us that song you say so beautiful thank you so much choir and then when we had our theme for the year what are we going to do um let's do something different something special and we called on none other in the house but if and said if you go and prepare a song for us look this is the thing go and walk with it and see the beauty that came out of it and so if he again we are saying thank you thank you and at the, the end of that song says, you are clothed with glory. You are clothed with strength. And that is our sermon for today. Clothed with strength and dignity. And so, woman, you're going to square your shoulder up and say to yourself, I am clothed with strength. I can't hear you, but I'm, I'm sure you're saying it. I'm clothed with strength. I'm clothed with dignity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's, our key verse, and I'm only going to stick to that one verse as our key verse for today, and it's from Proverbs 31, verse 25. Proverbs 31, verse 25. In fact, all over the world, I I wouldn't be surprised if in another parish somewhere, in another church somewhere, in another country, in another continent, they're using this same verse, and I read, strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come strength and honor are her clothing she shall rejoice in time to come and i'm just sticking to that first part of it strength and honor are her clothing and i toss it back and forth in fact at a time i said to myself why did we even choose this thing Because I didn't even know where to start. But of course, in that short clip, what came to mind is clothing. And so I'm going to be talking to us about clothing today. And I think the moment I say clothing, many of you that know me will probably start thinking, I wonder what she's going to tell us about clothing. She will probably say it's too short. She will probably say it's too tight. She, You know? But that's not the angle I'm coming from today. I believe God has a word for us. And this is the way that we're going to look at it. We're looking at clothing. And we're going to just think, when you think clothing, don't worry about the long, short, tight, whatever, just now. Let's put that aside. It matters, and I'm not minimizing it in any way. It matters. But I want to see it from another angle to say that there's something about clothing you are either clothed or you're not clothed. Let me start from the angle of not being clothed. The angle of being naked. And the first time it came up, I've heard it said over and over again the law of first mention. The first time it came up was in the Bible in Genesis. You can remember Adam and Eve, you can remember when God gave them this. Beautiful accommodation, all theirs in this beautiful garden. But there was a clause. But man, being man, allowed herself, I should say, to be tempted of the enemy, of the devil, and she ate the forbidden fruit, whatever it was, be it apple or not. And then the decline started. All of a sudden, their eyes were opened. And what did they discover? That they were naked. And what did they do? Let's look at Genesis chapter 3 and verse 10. Genesis 3 verse 10. They discovered that they were naked. And so Adam, when God came in the cool of the day, as the Bible tells us, when the Lord came, he said, Adam, where are you? And then he said, well, I heard your voice in the garden. And I was afraid. Why? Because I was naked and so I hid myself. And so the first thing that comes to me there is that when one is naked, what does it bring with it? It brings shame. It brings fear. He said, I was afraid and I went to hide myself. But thank God for God. You know, as much as God was not happy with them, Genesis 3, verse 21, just another few verses further down the line says, God clothed them himself in the garden. And that shows how important it is to be covered. How important it is to be clothed. Verse 21 says, also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made, this version says he made tunics for them and clothed them. My version says he made coats of skin and clothed them. So the first thing I want to point out from this passage is that we do need to be clothed. In fact, if you see anybody that is naked, apart from when they are being born or maybe when they're having a shower or whatever, you, 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 you will be concerned, won't you be? We have to be clothed. The Lord will clothe you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And so I paused for a moment and I thought about that, about being naked. And I thought, is there anything, and I'm directing most of this to to women in the house, of course men, it's for you as well, but because it's Mother's Day, our focus is on women. Is there anything that along the line could be bringing you shame? Is there anything along the line that could be making you afraid that you had to go and hide yourself? Maybe from God, maybe from man. Do you know, sometimes we're in situations that we just have to hide away. I remember many, many years ago, around the time that we first relocated, you know, I heard and and I know that even before we relocated and, and probably after that, that we've heard of people, situations where when they left their home countries for the first number of years, they didn't want anybody to know what was happening to them because maybe they had left their homes over there where they were, Affluence to some degree. And then they came to another country and then they were homeless. And then they struggled. And then there was not as much financial support and all the likes. And so they hid away. Are you in a situation that is shameful? Could it be that even in the past year, with all this pandemic, you have fallen away from the Lord? That the Lord is calling you but you are so afraid and you are so shameful and you cannot go to the Lord, and so you are hiding. Be, be clothed today in the name of the Lord Jesus. I say again, be clothed today in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I throw in an extra challenge, women. What is our own role? Do we clothe people or do we unclothe them? Please think about that. What is our role? I believe our role is to clothe people. But do you know that through some of our actions, maybe the way we talk about people, maybe the way we handle people, the way we relate to people, I do not even relate with them, we are unclothing them. We are showing their nakedness. My challenge for you today is to take it on board and say, my role is to be one that will cover her. Remember Ham in the Bible, how he laughed at his father's nakedness. Can you remember that? And he was cursed. And his entire generation was cursed. That will not be our portion in the name of the Lord Jesus. So the first challenge that I want us to go away with here, in terms of being clothed, is that your role is to clothe not just yourself, but clothe others too. Please cover their nakedness. Okay? So as much as I'm saying, maybe I'm not talking to you about long short, don't be naked. You know, but at the same time, if you think you're naked, run to the Lord for covering. But secondly, do not be part of unclothing anybody. Praise the Lord. Let me quickly move on to the second part because that's really where I want to concentrate what I want to be talking about today. So the second part is being clothed. Okay, So I've talked about being unclothed, naked. Let's put that aside. But being clothed. Is the most important thing here. And again, when you're talking about being clothed, I can divide it into two parts. And you can see the way that my mind works. I'm I'm breaking it down, I'm breaking it down. In my profession, we say we'll give them small bites or chunk size, okay? So while you're talking about being clothed, there are two angles to it as well. It's either you are appropriately clothed or you are inappropriately clothed. Because I want to spend more time on being appropriately clothed. Simple. The inappropriate part, you know what it is like. When you are not dressing to suit the occasion. When you are inappropriately dressed. I I was in a situation once where I had to take some children out just to go to the park to play. And the children all came out and, you know, we're going along. I'm like, where's your your scarf? Where are your gloves? And one of the children had, you know, this... um, Fashion jeans that had slit in it. I'm thinking, not in winter. Actually, there was snow out there. I had a sledge with me. I'm thinking, you are not appropriately dressed. How about that? Whatever you do, let me just throw that in. When your children are going out to school, please make sure they are appropriately dressed. By the time they return to church, I'll be looking out for you. Make sure they are appropriately dressed. Okay? So... I've also had it, let me just end up this one about being inappropriately dressed. Many years ago, I was talking to somebody and it's a common saying that there's nothing like bad weather. Do you know that? It's bad clothing. There's nothing like, it's so cold, this weather is so bad. But if you know you have to go out, take the appropriate clothing. Let me just throw in a joke there. And so years ago, again, um, in my own home country, we had this fashionable kind of women... And so they kind of dressed up and got themselves ready. And we could see them in magazines or in drama. And they had on these boots and their forecoats. Ah, But my home country is quite warm. Did you know that? I'm sure you do. And I'm sure you've seen those women with their forecoats. Have you not seen them? Forecoats and their boots. Even me, when I came to this country, I didn't even have boots for many years. I'm thinking, but they used to have boots in my home country, in the sun and even in this snow. Anyway. That's just um, a, a a side joke. But you know what I mean about being inappropriately dressed? Now, let's just concentrate a bit more on being appropriately dressed. And that is where we're going. That is our destination. What determines whether we are appropriately dressed? Can you think about it? What defines being appropriately dressed? Are you thinking about it? So what I thought about is, I have to have a, a, a standard that will determine whether somebody is appropriately dressed. I've just given the example of weather, isn't it? Now when you are going for a function, for example, they can tell whether you are appropriately dressed or not if you are in line with the function itself. So I thought to myself, how about if you're going for a wedding? Let's quickly look at Matthew 22, verse 9. Matthew 22, verse 9. Therefore, go into the highways. Now, the the background to this is that the master of the home had organized um, a wedding, a wedding ceremony. And then he said, go into the highways as many people as you can find, bring them in to come for the wedding, okay? If you please go to the next few verses, 11 and 12, and then you will see what happened there. And so the, the, the men servants, they went out and they gathered people in the highway and said, come along, let's go for that wedding. And so they went for the wedding. But verse 11 says, but when the king came in to see the guests that were all seated, okay, he saw a man, Who did not have a wedding garment? Verse 12. And so he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? If you think back, I remember how we used to think about it, even when we were in primary school, after all, king, you're the one that told your your servants to go to the street and go and gather people in. So it's the people that are on the street that came in. So they can only wear what they have. But who knows? That person could have said, You're inviting me to a wedding. This is all I have. Clothe me appropriately. Isn't it? Remember the prodigal son, after he had gone for many years, when he came back home, his father clothed him again appropriately. Not to be a servant, but to be a son. So the Bible says there, the man was speechless. A lot would have gone through his mind, as I was just saying. But what I'm trying to say here is, when you're going for a wedding you will be appropriately dressed. Should I tell you one honest truth? When I go for weddings, I do look at people. Well, You can tell me what you do, but I do. Because I say to myself, I have been to weddings before where I have seen people coming into wedding with jeans on. Yes, fancy top, but then in hard jeans. But I always say to myself, when you are invited somewhere, out of respect, For that person, please carry yourself appropriately. Be appropriately dressed. Because I think doing that minimizes that person, that invite, that invitation. When you say, yeah, it's fit enough for my jeans. Okay? Just something to think about when you're getting dressed appropriately. How about when you go for a funeral? I'm I'm just going to the flip side. I have actually been to a funeral before. And some of the people who came in, um, just to, you know, commiserate with the family, were actually dressed in colorful, colorful material, and it caught my attention. And I thought, you're not appropriately dressed. What you're wearing is so well made, was beautiful, but it was not appropriate for that situation. So all along, what we're saying is, whatever you are doing, be appropriately dressed. Don't let me flog that too much. I want us to apply it now and say, as a woman, how can I be appropriately dressed? And I've said to you at the very beginning, put aside um, whether it's long, whether it's short, whether it's tight, whether it's not tight. That's not where I'm going. But I want us to look into our spiritual wardrobes. Okay, that's what you're doing. You're looking into your spiritual wardrobe. And I'm saying, woman, for every occasion that you have to attend or or, or go to, you have clothing in your wardrobe that will fit it. So let's say you look into your wardrobe and you have a situation where it requires that you go there with confidence, for example. Go into that wardrobe and pick out your confidence. Look at it as if you are wearing it now, okay? Put on your confidence dress, attire, whatever it is, and face the situation. The important thing is that you are appropriately dressed. After all, we know that we always ask for a dress code. Remember, if you are not sure, of if you've been invited somewhere, you ask, please, what's the dress code? And can I drop this in? I was thinking about it again this morning as I was going over my notes. And I thought, you know, in this world, this new normal, have you thought about it? Are you appropriately dressed? There was something about walking from home. And uh, it was on CNN. I was catching this. And there was this one of the presenters. Whether it was for that particular presentation just to tell us. Or maybe that's how he was in true life. I don't know. But this is what he did. So he had on his suit his uh, jacket, he had on his tie, okay, and then the camera went under his table, and he only had on his shorts, his socks, and his shoes but no trousers, and we laughed, but it really is not funny. You have to be careful. Be very mindful. This new normal, this walking from home, Be very mindful. Some people would say, I can't turn on my camera because probably they're lying in their beds or their hair is not made or whatever it is. But you just watch how you present yourself. Let's go back to our spiritual wardrobe. It might be that the Bible says that we should clothe ourselves. And let's look at it actually. Um, Colossians 3 verse 12. Colossians 3 verse 12. And it says, Since God chose you, To be holy people that he loves. Okay? I'm reading the NLT, please. NLT. Since God chose you to be the holy people that he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy. In other words, take your garments. When you need tender-hearted mercy, your garment of mercy, put that on. When you need your garment of kindness, be clothed with that one to address that situation. When you need your clothing of love and you have to correct somebody in love, it is not then that you will say, I have to put on red. Uh, That's our color, actually. Power. When you have to put on red or something to go and address that situation. No. Be appropriately dressed. What is the situation that you are going to address? My challenge for you today look through your spiritual wardrobe. Do you need to revamp? your wardrobe do you need to refresh your wardrobe or do you need to upgrade altogether but the challenge that I have for us as women today is that above all the Lord requires that we are clothed with strength and dignity and that's where our theme came from so I probably walked my way from back to front or front to back but the most important message for us today is check your clothing It says the woman, she is clothed with strength and dignity. Strength of character. Strength to face the situation. Strength to handle things. That's not the time for us. When when things start to go wrong, it's not the time for us to put our hands together, put our head down and start to wail. It is time to square our shoulders, to look up and face the situation. I was looking here and I was looking at... um, Strength itself. And what does it mean to be strong? We know all that. And I thank you for those songs, both our theme song and you say, because you might see yourself in another light. But the Lord is telling you today that you are clothed with strength and you're clothed with dignity. Let me start to round up. When you're thinking about dignity, what comes to mind? Somebody who's dignified. Somebody who is held in high esteem. In fact, as I was thinking about it, I thought, oh, think of the dignitaries and how, you know, they, they dress up. If they tell you a dignity is coming and the person is not appropriately dressed, you could miss the person, isn't it? So something that goes along with being dignified is also your, your clothing. But spiritually, it's also the strength. It's also the inner strength. I'm asking us today, why don't you draw your strength from the Lord? Thank you, Ify, for that song. You are my strength. Strength like no other. Draw your strength from the Lord. I, when you see some of the songs that, I, that we sing, My Helper, there's something that takes me into the house of the Lord. Why? To get help from the Lord, to draw strength from the Lord. Women, the challenge for us today. Draw your strength from God. Look to God for strength so that you'll be appropriately dressed. Look to God. He's the one who dignifies us. He's the one who honors us. We're going to pray in a minute. And when we pray, there's some things that I think that we should um, pray about. But there's, I, I wrote a few things there which I want to share with us. It says, Our, um, dignity is an outer reflection of inner strength. Did you get that? Dignity, when you are dignified, is an outer reflection of something that is going on on the inside of you. It's an outer reflection of the inner strength. So today, I'm challenging you once again, that you rise up. Woman, arise. The beginning of that passage, when the, king, the, queen, the king's mother was speaking to him, she said, A good wife, a virtuous woman who can find, her price is far above the price of rubies, above the price of sapphires or whatever it is that you, you deem to be very valuable. And when it takes us through the, 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 that virtuous woman, it tells us about all the things she does in her home. But at the very end, it tells us this is what she's dressed with. In fact, if you read through that passage, you remember it tells you how she clothes her, her, her even her maid, she clothes them. They're clothed with scarlet, red. I, I was reading that again last night. I thought to myself, no wonder, I mean, women, today, you see most of us, we're dressed in, at least there's a touch of red in what we're wearing. Their clothing in purple royalty and blue and, and, and fresh linen. So you would see today, women, what I'm talking about is beyond, you know, all the clothing. Thank God for the laces and the uh, chiffon and all the tulle material. I, I can't even remember all the materials. Thank God for them. But you will go back today. You will arise as a woman of strength as a woman of virtue and be appropriately dressed. Go and clothe yourself with strength. Go and clothe yourself with dignity. Well, remember the source of our strength, you know that. Draw your strength from God, then arise. There was one challenge that was coming to mind. This is the time, and maybe I should actually end on that. This is the time that you say, Well, new normal. What is happening now? Never mind what is happening now. If you faint in the day of adversity, the Bible says your strength is small. Build up your strength. Arise. What can you do with yourself now? That's another challenge. Now. In the now. I stood here many years ago when I turned 50 and I said I'm going back to uni. After how many masters? I went back to uni. I went to do another master's. Thank God for that. I'm working with it today. It was after I turned 50. By the way, it was after I turned 40 that I had my last child. I don't know what you want to do, I don't know what your challenge is. But today, woman, rise up. Refuse, one, to be unclothed, refuse to be inappropriately clothed. But today, say, I'm going to be appropriately clothed and I'm going to arise. If it means that I have to go and do a study, if it means I have to hone in on my skills, whatever it is, maybe something that you've left follow, thank God for businesses in the house. I always say all the adverts, have you cooked? I will cook for you. Are you sewing? I will sew for you. Go and find your own nature as well. Create it. Find it. I don't, I don't know how to sew. I have a sewing machine. I can cook scrumptious dinners actually ask my husband ask the children I can cook but I don't know how to cook it for business you understand and I'm not going to go into somebody else's territory to do that I can make my home I can walk I can go for exercise follow me (laughs) hallelujah let's begin to round up actually and the last one I wrote and it's just a quote that I found That even the world knows to dress appropriately, and this is the quote: "It says if you dress shabbily, they will remember the clothes. But if you dress impeccably, I don't know where you are, and maybe you're noticing me. I'm actually adjusting because I'm saying to myself, not not just, I'm not just. I'm talking to myself as well." I'm adjusting myself to say, look, woman, dress impeccably and they will remember the woman. Who said it? So the world knows it. How much more? The Bible is saying she is clothed with strength and dignity. Why don't you rise up where you are, please? Rise up where you are. Hallelujah. And let us pray. We're going to pray into it. I've actually asked, I, I hope we have it upstairs. Um, I have a prayer declaration. And I just want us to go to the Lord in prayer. Um, You know, when I was praying before I came in this morning, I said, Lord, I I don't want to go with eloquence of speech. Because like Paul said, said, I don't even have that eloquence of speech. I said, but I can't talk. But beyond that, oh God, I want you to bless the hearts of people That they will go home, even if it's one challenge. Lord, but I want people to be blessed. And so you are going to arise today. And we're going to pray. Please put the prayer up for us. Are you ready? It's a prayer. It's a declaration. You will say, Father, today I arise to be clothed with strength and dignity. Go ahead and say it. Repeat it to yourself. You know, these declarations, it's not just about reading through. You can say it over and over again to yourself. Today I arise and I propose to be clothed with strength and with dignity. Today I arise. I am standing. Physically I am standing because I am ready to be clothed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Today I declare that I shed every filthy, every stained, or, st- or shameful garments that can deter me from gaining access to your presence. Remember, you want to go to the Lord to be clothed. So you are going to arise and say, I shed every filthy garment. I shed every stained garment. I shed every shameful garment in the name of the Lord Jesus. Arise and do that. Anything that is filthy, anything that is shameful, anything that can that, that can deter us from entering into his presence. We we, we we shed the filthy rags in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know the Bible tells us that our own clothing is like, our righteousness is like filthy rags before God. Shed them, shed them, shed them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now you are going to say, I present myself before you to be clothed with the garment of righteousness and favor. Go ahead and say it. I present myself before you. You are not presenting yourself before man, but you are presenting yourself before God. I present myself to be clothed, O God, to be clothed with righteousness, the righteousness of God and with favor in the name of the Lord Jesus. From today, I declare... I shall not be naked. Go on and declare that. From today, I declare I shall not be naked. My every nakedness is covered by the Lord. I declare I shall not be naked. My every nakedness is covered by the Lord. Cover your family. Cover your children. Cover your spouse. Pray for your parents. Cover everyone. Nobody's shame should be open in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to pray. My nakedness is covered by the Lord. My family is covered. My siblings are covered. My brethren are are covered. Now you will say, I offer myself to be a covering for others as well. Offer yourself to be a covering. I offer myself to be a covering as well. I offer myself to be a covering as well. I will not be one that will expose others, but I will be a cover for them in Jesus' name. Now let's take this one. I declare that from today, I am clothed in purple and scarlet and blue clothing. I am covered in fine linen, worthy of the occasion. In the name of the Lord Jesus, declare I am clothed with strength and dignity as I stand tall to face tomorrow with renewed confidence in the Lord. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. And so, our Father in heaven, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for being our cover. Thank you for being our clothing. Thank you, O God, for equipping us with all that we need. We draw the strength from you, God, and we rise up here clothed with strength and with dignity. Thank you, Most High God, for hearing us. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. And amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.